The reason in which a, a vision is communicated to, the, to a group of people is so that they may also run with it. Amen. So a vision will be communicated to you so that you can run with it. So that when you come to Kingdom Come Church, even if the pastor isn't there, you know what Kingdom Come Church is all about. Okay? And even if I am away somewhere, you can still run with the vision. Okay? That God has actually placed upon the church. So it's very, very important that you understand that vision will be given, will be communicated, so that you may run with it. And of course, there is what would refer to as a vision statement or as a mission statement. Those are statements that, it's one of the most difficult things for me is actually to find phraseology for what God has communicated. Okay? When, my, when I encounter heaven, it's even more complex to find phraseology for things I've encountered. So even when it came to the church, you know, I hear a lot of people say, no me, I went on a fast, and it's not a bad thing. I went, we went on a fast praying so that God could give us a church name. Me, I didn't go on any fast. God just told me, okay, uh, what's the mandate? I said, this is the mandate. He said, okay, find a name that suits the mandate. So I had names, Kingdom Culture Church, it felt like more of like a conference theme. Uh, Kingdom Mushani Church, Kingdom Invasion Church. You know, Kingdom, you know. So, well, finally, uh, we settled with uh, Kingdom Come. Okay? So, even with the mandate that Kingdom Come Church has, we, we have our theme and our root scripture from Matthew chapter number 6, verse 10, which could also be found in the other Gospels. Uh, but I love Matthew 16 because it was the first one I encountered and I never knew it was in the other Gospels. Which is your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So when God was giving the mandate to start the church, when God, I mean there are many churches. So why start another one? Lord, I am in a comfortable church. Why move out of the comfortable church and come and start another church? And because sometimes Diana will frustrate me. Why go into a place where they bother me? Why start another? So he gave me the Matthew chapter number 6, verse 10 scripture, which of course for me has been one of those scriptures that has been upon my heart. I've read it as many times as possible. You know, it's just been on my heart. So he says, okay, I want you to establish a church that will be patterned after heaven. Okay, so the very culture and nature of the church will be after heaven. A platform, a global hub that carries the reality of heaven. Not just verbally. Okay, Acts chapter, is Acts chapter number 1 verse 1 of Theophilus. Um, Luke is talking about the formal account that he had written to Theophilus of all that Jesus began to do and to teach. So Jesus didn't just teach, he also and that is why you will find that if I'm communicating to you as Kingdom Come Church, usually I speak in the lines of you could be empowered, you could be great, you could go out and win an institution. Usually those are the things I'm speaking because we want a global hub that hosts the reality of heaven. When you look into the realm of heaven and you look into the culture of heaven, heaven doesn't have this elitism system of the man of God with the power for the hour. Okay? The culture that heaven has is that it wants to empower everyone. Of course, there will be those select few, even in a revival, there are always the generals that will stand 
the front and be the leaders or the faces of a revival. But the very culture of every revival is to empower people to take transformation to the nations. So this place you have come to is an equipping ground where when you come here you are stirred afresh that when you go to your workplace you win your workplace to the Lord. So what we are here doing is equipping the saints. It's a global hub where we equip the saints and send them out for the work of ministry. So we are talking about a place, a church, that carries the culture of heaven. Amen. A church that carries the very culture of heaven. So I said, well, Chum, well, it's not my church, it's his church, I'm probably just a steward. Says, start a church that will be patterned after heaven. Now, of course, we don't have time to go into, into some of these things, but because of the nature of how I want us to flow. But heaven will never land in any place that does not look like itself. Heaven will never land in any place that does not look like itself. When heaven wants to come to the face of the earth, it looks for a shadow of itself. So you may say, well, the scriptures say your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. But the question is, how come we are not seeing it on earth as it is in heaven in our house, on earth as it is in heaven in my business, on earth as it is in heaven? It's because there are prerequisites that have to be set. The earth first has to be a replica of the reality of heaven. Then when earth is a replica of the reality of heaven, then the realm of heaven can step into the realm of the earth. Okay? It's kingly protocol. Okay? It's kingly protocol. A king will never go to any place until that place is fit for a king. It's kingly protocol. That is why when it's, it's, it's kingly protocol under, uh, you know, principles of colonization. When you step into a territory, for example, when Britain colonized Zambia, Okay, before the queen could actually come to Zambia, what happened is that they sent a governor. And the, 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 the responsibility of the governor is that he will make the area that has been colonized look like the area that he's coming from. Okay, so a governor is sent to make Zambia be like Britain. Okay, that is why we drive on the left. It's not a Zambian idea. It's a British idea. That is why we drink tea in the morning. It is not a Zambian idea. It's a British idea. That is why you wear long socks when going to school. I don't know if you still do that. It's not a Zambian idea. It's a British idea. Okay? That is why our education system is uh, from the UK. It's not a Zambian idea. It's a British idea. That is why judges, even though we are black, we wear those white wings. It's not a Zambian idea. It's a British idea. Even the way the court looks, those buildings are fashioned and patterned after the UK. So after the governor has then now made Zambia look like Britain, 
Church, the Holy Spirit is here to help us develop the pattern and the culture of heaven. Once the pattern and the culture of heaven has been established over kingdom come church, we can then now say, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That is why I was so impressed when I hear people say, we've learned to pray, we've learned to fast. It's good. It's the culture of heaven. The fire on the altar shall be kept burning. Even Jesus seated before the Father is making intercession in heaven. It's a culture of heaven. That is why we move in worship. It's a culture of heaven. Many people ask me questions and say, you know, there are times you just come to the front at a conference and say, everybody quiet, pray after me. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And boom, the power of God explodes. Someone told me, I tried that. It didn't work. It's not in the words. It's not in how I sound it. It's not in the profundity of the words that I was using in my sentence. It's the life and the reality. But, backing those words. So, until earth starts to look like heaven, heaven will not come to the face of the earth. That is why if you notice my model of ministry, before we start doing anything in terms of church structure, just handling ministry as a whole, not in a meeting setup, you will find that my structure is first, I want to kick out all the nonsense. Yeah. yeah. Because before I can start anything, God has told me, establish the patterns and the culture of heaven. Then, once those have been established, to have experiences of the glory and the move of God is not a special Sunday. It becomes no law. So I'll say, no, we need to be praying. We need to be fasting. We need to be reading the word of God. We need to embrace this type of worship. Why? Because we want to establish the culture of heaven. That is why I tell these people, don't sing songs that are busy complaining. <laughs> I'm probably borrowing the melody from another song. Why? Because the culture of heaven has to be established. When you get into the realm of heaven, the worship there is pure. It's focused and centered on God. Why do you feel when Pastor Gibbs starts to sing? You just feel this sense of God. Why? He's singing from that dimension of the encounter that he's had. He knows that heaven's type of worship is this one. So when he sings, that reality of heaven backs those words. Praise the name of the Lord. So a church, so if you forget the phrase, I know people try and, you know, get all theological and sometimes being in theology school you kind of meet a lot of people you know what is the vision statement of your church what is the mission statement of your church i said sir i may not have proper phraseology for it but i know it comes from this scripture that we want to see the reality of heaven on earth so if you forget the phraseology just know i don't know well but what we want to see is the culture of heaven on earth now for you to establish the culture of heaven on earth. You have to be able to look into the realm of heaven to see the culture of heaven. How can you establish 
a reality that you are unfamiliar with. That is why when you read this in Ephesians, it talks about how the church was established on the foundations of the apostles and the prophets. Why? The prophets look into the realm of heaven to see the culture of heaven. Then when they see those blueprints of heaven, they give them to the apostles. When they give them to the apostles, the apostles then establish the culture of heaven. So that is why one of the things that we should be is an apostolic and a prophetic church. I'm not even talking about carrying the title prophet. You can be prophetic and not carry it. Okay. Let's read one more scripture. Then I'll share the encounter and vision I had. Then I will pray. Then I will pray. Raman Joshua chapter number 3 verse 5. Okay, Joshua chapter number 3 and verses number 5. If you've noticed, I've not followed the usual structure. I'll do an introduction. Point number 1, point number 2, point number 3, a conclusion. Then I close my sermon because of what... I'm trying to do today was more of a celebration. Okay, Joshua chapter number three and verses number five, and it reads, And Joshua said unto the people, Joshua said unto the people, Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Sanctify yourselves. This scripture came to me earlier today. And before that, uh, I think Thelma was praying for the church and she sent me that scripture also. And today just came back. The Lord said, you have to read it over the church. Say, sanctify yourselves. For the Lord will do wonders among you tomorrow. In other words, prepare yourselves, consecrate yourselves, get ready for tomorrow the Lord will do great wonders among you. The Lord will do great wonders among you. This is a call to the people to tell them to start to prepare themselves, to tell them to start to get ready, to tell them to start to consecrate because the next day the Lord was going to do amazing and glorious things in the congregation. That call has been given to us also. There is something that the Lord wants to do. Hence the agency to pray. Hence the agency to fast. Hence the agency to evangelize. Hence the agency to reach out to people. For the Lord is saying, prepare yourselves for tomorrow I will do a great and mighty work amongst you. So I remember not so long ago, I think it must have been the other day, I started to have these more like mental visions and the Holy Spirit starts to speak to me and I shared it with Miss Grace yesterday. And I was telling her just how hungry I am getting to experience the reality of God. 
said, I'm just hungry. I, I don't know why, but for, for some reason, I, I'm, I'm just hungry. And I feel like God is calling me to a deeper place. And I feel God is calling us as a church to even a much deeper place. So, and in that moment, I'm having this encounter with, with the Holy Spirit. I have this vision. And in, in, in this vision, I, I get to this place. Now, I've been to many rooms in heaven, like the music room of heaven, and the, the treasury room of heaven. And they're not rooms per se, but because we lack ethnic language for what they are, so you probably just say room so that people could understand. So I get to this room and this place where I see all these anointings, like, you know, I don't even know how to describe them, but I see these anointings, like different types of anointings. And on one side, the anointings that were like there were with inscriptions on them and writings of like names. They had inscriptions and writings of names. And so I start to ask the Holy Spirit because I want him to run me through what is happening. Most of the times when you're in, in, in an encounter, you kind of ask the Holy Spirit and sometimes even before you can verbally hear him respond, you kind of have the answer. It's like infused knowledge. In the realm of the Spirit, you don't learn by spending time to read. No. It's here on earth where you have to sit in a library and read. That is why when I go to the library room of heaven some years ago, I was shocked that there was no chairs. There was just scrolls and books. And I was wondering, how is it that there are no chairs? How are we going to read when there are no chairs? How do I read this book? He said, no, it's only on earth. One, one of the angels I was there told me, no, it's only on earth. Is this too much for you? <laughs> one of the angels there tells me, no, no, no. He, he kind of, and they chuckled, really. Because you see, I think angels find it funny how we don't understand how the two realms vary. And he just chuckled and said, oh no. It's only on earth where you have to sit down and read a book. In the realm of the spirit or in the realm of heaven, you don't read the books, you infuse the books. It's infused knowledge. Okay? That is why you can, like when you have an encounter, sometimes a dream is a spiritual thing. So sometimes you sleep and you wake up. No one told you that where you were was in Zimbabwe. Or in America, but you wake up and say, Boy, in America. Who told you? It was infused knowledge. So, anyway, I'm in the encounter. And when I get to this encounter, I, I, I see like anointings with inscriptions. They have different names of different generals. Some I knew, some I didn't know. So, I'm asking, Why is it that the anointings on this side have got inscriptions? and names of people, but these ones do not have any inscriptions or names of people. And the Holy Spirit tells me, oh, uh, the anointings that have got inscriptions, there were also anointings that did not have inscriptions. They were not yet released on the face of the earth. But when you see a name or an inscription, this is an individual who pressed in so hard and engaged heaven to pour out something new in a generation that when an anointing was released, heaven literally inscribed.
inscribed his name or her name on that anointing because that person was the person that put into that particular anointing. They literally dug that well. That is why we can cry out and say, God of Abraham. Why? Because there was a revelation of, of uh, that Abraham, God of God, that we tapped to. God of Elijah. You know, we call on to that because there's a revelation that Elijah, God of God, that we want to tap into. So he said, these are the anointings and you can access them easily on earth. And the way in which you can access them easily on earth is, well, there are tents out there because these men of God have walked on the earth. Okay? So there are tents on earth, on earth there are videos, and by soaking yourself in anointed tapes, books, videos, audios, whatever it is, you can catch an anointing. And for those that are alive, if they even lay hands on you, you can catch that anointing. But then I said, well, what about the anointings this side? Because I was more interested in the anointing this side. This side, I knew that even on earth, if it, even if it doesn't get poured on me in heaven, on earth, I can still access it. So I said, what about the anointings on this end? And I was told, well, these anointings are yet to hit the face of the earth. They are anointings and levels of authority that have not yet been poured out. And God said, these have not yet been released to the face of the earth. I said, I want one with an inscription on my name, with my, with my name inscribed on it. He said, you have to consecrate yourselves. Prepare yourselves, for the Lord will do great works among you tomorrow. And then I knew that God was calling me to a place of depth, where we were supposed to pray as a corporate body, as a church, and also where I was supposed to pray and pursue something. That literally, there are certain anointings. Even if you see another person ministering, you can tell, this looks like something that this person tapped into. For example, when you look at Pastor Benny Hinn, you can tie that to Catherine Kuman because she pressed into it that much and it came to the face of the earth. How many are ready to press into the thing that God wants to do for Kingdom Come Church and for you as an individual? That generations to come, people would literally see different types of people around the world and they would say, that is something that Pastor Gift pressed into in that year. That is something that Diana pressed into in 2020 and came to the face of the earth. That when people see church models around the world they would say, this is a model that Kingdom Come Church pressed into and from that particular point in time everyone started to do things in this particular manner. Ramando Loboko Maria La Maralie Saramandia Close your eyes for a minute. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask in this room, we've been hungering for an anointing, we've been hungering for a new level. Lord, now would be a good time as we start to celebrate the one-year mark. We are asking for a new phase, a new season. You don't have to rush it. The power of God is here. You experience it. Heavenly Father, I ask 
Give us the grace for intercession. The grace for travel. The grace to pursue you in a way that will cause a ripple effect in the realm of heaven. And cause a release in the realm of heaven. Rabade shalamarokulea. Koramando loboko shalamandea. Kelea la mandule lea korodo shamanea naya. Likamarude shapaderia sanolo moko shalamandia. Libara kolea korotolo mondo loboko shelemelia radosha. Pinanamania kaselinea. Lepa rodosh keledia santa. Likano noskia tala marulea ko shapadea. Ramaloko shamalekea. Father, if we are going to be a church that has got the council of heaven on earth, we ask that we may be an apostolic and a prophetic church. Father, I ask raise men and women that will look into the realm of heaven to see the culture and the pattern of heaven. Intercession. I see a mantle for intercession. 
that the vision will start and complete. Begin to pray that word just five minutes. Begin to pray that word just five more minutes. Pray into that word. Pray into that word. Father, we agree. We agree with that word as a church. Father, we thank you that boundary lines have been broken. Boundary lines has been broken. We are stepping into a new dimension. We are stepping into a new faith. Father, we thank you that as this year, as this week, we'll be turning one year. Father, we pray we'll not just be an ordinary dead. It will be a dead all gone. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Agreement corporately with everything. Say, Lord, pour out 
Can your will be done on earth as it is in heaven? In kingdom come church as it is in heaven. If you can softly take your seat, please do so. Ramanosha. For those that are experiencing the power of God, please don't push them. And if you're experiencing the power of God, don't rush yourself to sleep.